Go Loud presents Read the Room. Go Loud! Do monkeypox? Yeah. Well, obviously, no, I kept this to read out to you. Oh. Um, now, what I, okay, obviously now I am riddled with the Rona. And I think we all know now at this stage <laughs> what the guidelines and advice for COVID is. And it's, you know, obviously, well, I hope we're always washing our hands, but we've learned to wash them better than ever now. Mm-hmm. Washing our hands and social distancing. But... Or of a neighbour you hate. Isn't exactly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Monkeypox. Experts have advised people to consider having sex with their clothes on and masturbate at least six feet away from each other in new Monkeypox guidelines. A paddy, like, like the night link, the the night link circa 95. <laughs> Hi, I'm Maya Dunphy. Hello there, I'm Paddy Courtney. You're listening to Read The Room. This is a podcast where we pull apart the people, the scenarios, the companies and the stories of the week where somebody through either dumb luck or just being a dose failed to do just that. Exactly. You know, Paddy, I was at the doctor last week. What? Oh no, is everything okay? Yeah, having problems with waking up late and guess what he prescribed? Sleeping in a herb garden. Wait, what? I know, at least now I'm waking up on time. Ah, Jesus Christ, come on. I'm never going to sleep after that again. Never, never, never. That was not my joke like that later (laughs) for the record. (laughs) Listen, sleep is no laughing matter, so please read the room before offering advice to someone who can't get some kip. I can't get no sleep. Just in case anybody doesn't know what's going on right now, if we sound a little bit different than normal, as in less hilarious, because we are so funny. Um, Maya is at home, uh, suffering from the Rona. Um, she finally caught up with her. Finally, I, I, I was kind of left out my own there. She was the last person in Ireland to get it. And she's doing the sensible thing and staying at home and protecting us, because myself and producer Ed are in the studio, looking after the business here while Maya's at home. So Maya... Nice <laughs> caveat slash disclaimer there. Oh, Listen, yeah. you, got, you got your chance to sit at home and lounge in bed and be remote. So that's my, it's my turn I'm to do it. Very disappointed, by the way. I did mine from bed and you're just propped up there in your sitting living room and doing all the bits. Like, a, it's reason I came into the studio today hoping is my going to do it from her luxurious um, seven tog boudoir well look I am naked from the waist down if that helps no it doesn't now I feel weird (laughs) (laughs) you don't have to sound quite so gross (laughs) so here tell me this is the week of of sleep or lack thereof did you you actually sleep last night because I have a story go on I never never sleep I think as a nation we are obsessed with sleep or the Mm. lack thereof um, but the people who are obsessed with sleep tend to be the people who aren't getting it a bit like sex Paddy a bit like sex Mm. Oh, stay, really? stay quiet on that one. Um, <laughs> but you know, every single time I open a newspaper or a website, any time a paper has to fill a lifestyle or opinion article, it's always about either parenting, mindfulness, or sleep. One of those things, in my opinion. And there's nothing worse, Patty, than if you can't sleep or you're an insomniac or just a terrible sleeper, than being reminded every day, day in, day out, of the importance of sleep. It's like, oh, it's important. <laughs> ah, I, I didn't know. I, I'll get better sleep then. <laughs> I did. I did ask oh. my mate before. Like, actually, I'll start the story by telling you last night. Of all nights, now we knew today we we're going to be talking about this at half four this morning. So when are we recording? Anyway, so we recorded this on, on Wednesday. So at half four last night, 
the house phone in my house rang. I, like the only people who ever rang my house phone is my now dead mother. Your mom, yeah. So you could understand why I got the fucking frighteners. So it was in, it kind of had, had infiltrated my dream. So I was dreaming about something almost like sort of Neo in the Matrix. I could hear a phone ringing while I was doing the stuff in the dream going, why is there a phone ringing? And then I started to cop on that, oh Jesus, the, the, the phone is ringing. Like I've got to go and pick up the phone. So of course in my dizzy, sleepy, kind of half awake mode, I answered the phone and there was some elf on it going, hello, is that St. Andrew's? I went, what? Is that St. Andrew's? And I was like, no, is he looking for St. Andrew's? This man, is he, is he okay? And then I started getting grumpy. <laughs> just going, what the? I said, no. And I just went, no, it, it, it's not. It just... And I slam down the phone and I get into bed. And then could I sleep after listening to Mr. Magic Man? I was there going, is that a message from my mother from heaven? He's, just, he's, she's, he's sitting beside, is this is St. Andrew. I'm beside your ma, Paddy. And she's just saying that you're doing shit in life. <laughs> Can you cop yourself on? And I couldn't sleep then until the alarm went off. I was kind of going, alarm's going to go off in two minutes. Oh, there's the alarm going off. At half four this morning, some elfler, whoever he is, looking for St. Andrew. He's not on my gaff. He's not my gaff. And you hung up. Here's the thing. I don't have a landline, but when I did have a landline and I got a wrong number, I would never hang up unless it was somebody who was heavy breathing. (laughs) What are you wearing? But apart from those callers. What would you do? Stay in the line, chat to him. I'd want to know what if he was okay. Yes, you know what, can I tell you? You're you're right. And because of the empathetic... And he was looking for St. Andrew and it was half four in the morning. Maybe it was St. Andrew's ward in a hospital. Paddy... Maybe it was your mum from heaven. Why would your mum ring from heaven to tell you you're failing at life? Do you not think maybe she was that old man was saying, your mum's here and she wants to say she loves you and you're great, huh? Yeah, but okay, that that bleeds into the lack of sleep stuff because when you're lack of sleep and lying awake waiting to go asleep, you're never ever thinking about the nice things and the good things in life are you you're always thinking about the most catastrophic shit that can possibly happen going oh my god why why is my left fingernail kind of sore is that like oh my god i'm at the age where they kept telling me in the doctors in the last year or so i'm in sniper's alley because i've reached a certain age and so i'm ready for a banger any day now that my heart is going to explode oh, sniper oh. alley is a oh, killer that, isn't it? So it, it literally is a killer my <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be in sniper's alley ever like metaphorically or in reality someone one of my friends hadn't heard that that term and apparently it is the period between i think it's between is it early 40s and early 50s it's that decade and they say if you make it past that decade unscathed then chances are like you're grand then you'll get to a ripe old age oh Isn't really that, then, yeah. so then i'm gonna go head into town and get a big bag of smack then and say i've, I've got <laughs> over the hump of the early 50s bit well just barely um that's no, so I, funny there's a guy who shall remain nameless who is about 20 years my senior nearing retirement and he works in our industry and he came out with this absolute banger the last time i saw him um he was talking about that he doesn't really want to retire he doesn't have to retire he runs his own business i don't want to identify him and he was saying you know what i'm gonna do when I get to 80. I said, what? And he goes, I'm going to try heroin. Is this weird? I went, sorry, what? <laughs> and he went, because he said, you know, when you read about it, I'm sure it's great, but obviously I wouldn't want to do it now. You know, I'm a responsible adult and a father and I run my own business. But when I'm 80, oh, and I, and oh, I left appalled, then I thought about it and went, ah, in for a penny, you know? <laughs> have you always been shit at sleeping? I have. When I was 16, I was told that I was an insomniac. Woohoo! Um, and since then, here's the thing, though. 
often I will talk about it. We always go back to social media because I have no friends and no life. So <laughs> like the only friends I have are the ones on Twitter who all hate me anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but any time, it's a little bit like unsolicited parenting advice or career advice. If you mention sleep on Twitter, you will wake up the next day with 500 notifications of, you know, Barry from Carlo, Mary from Ballinasloe saying, oh, this works, this works, this works. And I think everybody means well. But I'm now in my mid-40s. I've been a bad sleeper for 30-odd years. I have tried everything. And, you know, the best thing was somebody sent me, um, and actually a friend of mine sent me an article. It was called something like um, uh, Times Throughout History When Sleep Deprivation Has Been Used as a Form of Torture. Um, how sleep was weaponized throughout the centuries. It's like, what? Why? Why are you sending me this? Why are you sending me this? And then I put a thing on Twitter not so long ago saying, "Look, at least I keep telling myself nobody ever died through lack of sleep." Someone <laughs> sent me an article. Now, obviously, if you crash your car into a tree because you're tired, that's yeah. a different thing. But someone sent me an article and it said, "Well, actually, in 1894, a Russian scientist—of course, it was a Russian scientist—experimented um, on puppies. It's the most evil experiment oh, you could have imagined." And this female Russian scientist. Can't remember her name, Marie something or other. All scientists usually call Marie, aren't they? Um, ten, she kept ten puppies awake for six days, I think. At the oh. end of it, um, all ten of them died. QED. Marie, the, the most horrific. Who does that? Who tests Maria sleep does. deprivation on puppies? Oh. Now it was in the eighteen nineties, but again, I thought, why? Why are you sending me this? It's like you say, Patty. No one thinks about happy thoughts. At 4 no. a.m. Um, so it if someone is sending this stuff about how, you know, yeah, actually it can kill, all these puppies died. Look, look at their little tiny, tiny 19th century faces. Oh, all dead. <laughs> were they all black and white? I actually, there weren't any pictures. It should, it, it's a medical condition. Surely it must be prescribed as such because we hear our, our old pal Coleman Noctor, Noctor talking about a uh, lack of sleep for children. And then yeah. if the kids aren't sleeping, then the parents aren't sleeping. And then yeah. the whole day, it's kind of this perpetual motion of anger and hate and crankiness that um, families break up and kind of um, do awful things to each other. And then there's some people. Jesus, these that are, escalated quickly from the yeah, no, bad like, night's sleep. And the, the reason why is just that they, they if you remember this... Um, hateful woman in the 80s and 90s that we all knew about and they said well do you know what Maggie Thatcher only oh. needed four hours sleep a night the Iron Lady she only got through it. and they said uh, and she operated in that way can I just because she wasn't human some of the reasons okay this is the reason why she should have got some sleep because here's 10 reasons why Maggie Thatcher <laughs> should have got some kip and one she supported the retention of capital punishment she destroyed Britain's manufacturing industry and her policies led to mass unemployment remember the minor strike she presided over interest rates of 15%. She voted against the relaxation of divorce laws. She abolished free milk for school children. She precipitated a social housing crisis still being felt today, the poll tax. She sowed the seeds of NHS privatisation. Section 28, Thatcher's quiet homophobia. And finally, it relates to us, the Irish hunger strikes and how she treated the north of Ireland. That bitch should have got... 1,000 hours of sleep, yet she was on, she said she was okay after four. She obviously wasn't okay after four hours of sleep. So, Paddy, so, yeah. I, I, can, I, can I assume then you're undecided on Margaret Thatcher? <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, the splinters in my ass with that sense. Oh, my God. So, th- so when you hear look, things... As, like, look, obviously, Margaret Thatcher, I'm not even sure that woman was human, let's be honest. 
She um, was actually an Iron Lady. We could do, oh Jesus, you could do um, an entire podcast just on how many ways the Irish dislike her and most of the English, to be the honest. The world, the, exactly, English-speaking yeah. world and the people from Argentina. Argentina? Argentina. Yeah, that's a place as well. And you know what drives me mad? Here we go, as a woman. Ooh. It's that, you know, we, we, we always think, I always think that if more women were in power, life would be better. Now, obviously, that's a very general term because in general terms, women do tend to be more caring and we do need them represented more in politics and throughout the workplace and all that. But then people will always trot out Maggie. They'll always go, what about Maggie? And you have to go, yeah, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll okay. give you that one. And, and hold on a second, just not moments ago where we were talking about Maggie and Maria, the scientist. So, you know. Oh, Marie, yeah, yeah. But she was Russian. Why? Winds our necks in there. Was, yeah, and then of course we've got pretty Patel now. Oh, oh my god. Anyway, but the point is there it's a, it's still a limited pool. But then look at all the half the leaders now in Scandinavia are women, they're doing an amazing job. Um, you know, Prime Minister and, of New Zealand, uh, amazing uh, woman. So we are general anyway, yes, but the yeah. people who say, Oh, I, I only need four hours sleep, they're also the people who fall because there's two issues with sleep and sleep problems. One is not being able to fall asleep quickly and not being able to stay asleep. I have both those things. People who can survive in four hours sleep are people who can fall asleep quickly and then they sleep like the dead for four hours. So four hours deep sleep is much better than eight hours tossing and turning. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the likes of Maggie Thatcher. Also, you know, like you say, she made fucking awful decisions. So sleep, lack of sleep um, exacerbates anger as well. So what you said there earlier about people falling out. Um, apparently it keeps your emotions. Anyway, I'm doing what I hate and I'm just reminding myself of all the things that sleep benefits and helps and is essential for. But we're and again, talking- now they've linked it to dementia. They've linked it to <gasps> weight gain. They've linked it to immune systems. Like, oh, for the love, just... To- Oh, well, that, my, my friend Sarah sent me a, a message this morning she knew we were talking about this today and she said the two things there's one that she hates is that there are people putting it back on you on the person who can't sleep and said have you tried like you know relaxing before you go to sleep yeah. as if to say no no it's the last thing I do I actually do laps of the bed for fuck's sake what, I, what are you thinking that I'm doing I'm lying in bed I'm trying to relax I'm trying to do my best like so when people are you know I, I know they mean well they're trying to offer these different things but um they do. And it's, it's, it's human nature, as we all know. If somebody says, I have a problem, this is it. And if you have some idea about that problem or you have something to relate to it, you will share your information. But sometimes, it's, we've, we've said this before, you want someone to go, that's shit, I'm really sorry. Yes. Because I have, people go, have you tried magnesium? Have you tried melatonin? Have you tried, have you tried not having caffeine late? No, I sit and have double espressos at midnight and I jog on the spot. Oh, should I not be doing that? It's, of course, I've tried everything. Um. <laughs> So we'll switch well, between I, these two here. Can I just start with it? Just to let you know, I know it's a wreck in your head because you just said it earlier on, but here's an actual list of the benefits of sleep. And this is oh, why great. we... Hit it me imp- up, it Maggie. Imp- it improves your attention. Okay, Maria. <laughs> it improves your attention and concentration, but you we know that that's why you're interrupting me there. You learn and make memories. It helps you maintain a healthy weight. It keeps your heart healthy, keeps your immune system strong, looks after your emotional and mental well-being. It reduces your stress levels and maintains good relationships. So basically what we've just been talking about there. So there's the benefits of it. So what are the... Well, that's like, why I'm an absolute grumpy bitch who's, uh, <laughs> who's alone right now. So cheers, okay. Paddy. Thanks a million. Oh, oh, here's uh, another one, actually. Apparently, you know, in a lot of cases now, people will, adults married partners or, or will sleep in different rooms. Uh, because somebody snores or somebody tosses in their sleep, leave it, leave it, <laughs> leave it, tosses and turns. Um, but apparently adults sleep That's better with with somebody else 
Done alone. Okay. But I say it depends on the somebody. Sometimes you are better off on your own. It's um, directly a turning. <laughs> no, okay, I've just Googled okay. 1894 Ooh, puppies and sleep. So I want to find out who this woman was. Maria. Oh, here we go. A number of pioneering experimental sleep studies were performed in the 19th century. In 1894, the Russian physician Marie de Manassine submitted puppies to continuous stimulation to evaluate the effects of sleep deprivation. The results revealed a fascinating discovery and the puppies' deaths. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not sure what the uh, fascinating discovery was. but Oh, yeah, it's all to do with blood cells, fatigue, and um, hemorrhages in the brain. But, yeah, so it was a woman. Her name was Marie de Manassine. Sounds like menacing, doesn't it? It does. Or else, that's Russian for Marie is actually a man. <laughs> Uh, look, here's something I want to see if you're concentrated if the lack of sleep actually got you last night so again uh, nick this from the internet uh, what are three reasons why sleep is important reason one helps brain function reason two keeps emotions in check reason three <laughs> disease risk reason four keeps weight under control okay let's break these down brain function I can't cope at all today I don't even know my own name emotions in check I've already got angry sad and nearly cried in this podcast disease risk I'm riddled with the Rona riddled with it Keeps weight under control. You could do yeah. a few pounds there now, maybe, yeah. Maya. Well, the worst thing is now I've lost my appetite. I think I've lost a few pounds. Well, I think maybe the, ma- the weight under control could go either way. I don't know. What I'm trying to get at here, Maya, is is the concentration levels because I opened. Are you that still talking? What said? What are the? I'm three googling puppies reasons, now. Puppies. What are the three reasons sleep is important? And I just read out four of them there. So oh. my, you need to have yourself a little nap. Oh, they're the people. <gasps> afternoon nappers. Tell me to nap. So the oh yeah, that was another thing when you're when you were younger. Ah, uh, he's just tired and cranky. I'm not tired and cranky. Uh, you can do that to Maya these days. Uh, actually, anybody, just uh, she's at Maya Dunphy. Just right. No, Maya. don't. Um, but anyway, because people like you, Paddy, keep telling oh, yeah. me all the reasons why I should be sleeping, yeah. I've got a little story for you <laughs> on why sleeping maybe isn't quite so attractive. This is unfortunately from the Daily Mail, but it's a recent article that popped up when I was Googling sleep. <laughs> and typical Daily Mail, uh, the headline is, meet the mites that have sex on your face and nipples while you sleep. <laughs> Oh, I think it's my favorite headline in a long time. We've had so much misery in the headlines. This is the kind of stuff that I'm here for. Now, I remember in school. Though, isn't that where their location of the sex, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, but like, face and nipples yeah. just horrify you even more. So if you, are, if you are a peaceful sleeper, the more peaceful you sleep, the more these little creatures are riding on your nips and your face. How about that? Huh? And I remember in school Help in biology. our beards here wondering, I think it's time to lose the beard. <laughs> Oh, they'll be in beards too. They basically live in hair follicles. I presume if you hairier your nipples, the bigger the orgy. I don't know. <laughs> and they're called Demodex or Demodex folliculorum mites. And I remember doing these studies in biology like years ago in school. Um, and somebody pulled out an eyelash. We had access to this super microscope. And I remember being horrified that these mites lived in our eyelashes. But then I got over it. But the Daily Mail had to take it one step further and tell us that they are now they're riding on your nipples and in your face <laughs> while you sleep isn't it just brilliant well it's actually, good i think i might put a picture of one of these blown up not blown up but enlarged um Post mites them, exist yeah. in human ears eyebrows eyelashes as well as hairs that cover nipples and genitals i mean 
if you're a mite and you're going to have an orgy at night time, you may as well do it in someone's mickey. Exactly. <laughs> Rather than their face. Uh, not the going? face. <laughs> not the face. Where are you going? Monkey box. Six feet away, pal. Six feet. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're telling. Yeah, we're telling monkeypox people to stay six feet away, but these fellas can bang the shit out of each other on your exactly. face. Exactly. Yeah, someone tell the face mites six feet. <laughs> Although for the mice, it's probably only six inches. So I have so many jokes about that, Paddy. But I'm just not going to go there. So okay, right. So people then who have problems sleeping, you go listen. Once you nod off. Don't you worry, because it's not going to kick off. There's going to be a bunk bunker party then up on your face. It's no. going to be like spearmint rhino in your crotch <laughs> with teeny tiny 0.3 millimeter face mites. I am going to get a picture of these guys enlarged. See, I'm not squeamish when it comes to insects. Some people are. And and uh, when you look at them close up, they really are extraordinarily uncute, as you'd imagine. But I think sex I'm... face mites to be. <laughs> but that's right. Yeah. Pull your sex face. Oh, that, I'm oh, going really <laughs> to stick this on my Twitter page. So all of you good sleepers. Yeah. This is what happens on your face when you go to sleep. Oh, here we go. The, the mites also have strange mating habits because of their unique gene arrangements. The males have a penis that protrudes upwards. That's fairly standard. Yeah, hello. Daily male, thanks. I <laughs> start wondering the... and go, oh my God, I'm not saying that. Like, Am I normal? <laughs> Meaning they must position themselves underneath the female while both cling on to the human hair. It's getting better, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I like so basically, that. these two little creatures are clinging on to your nipple hair. Jesus Christ, come for daddy. dear life. Um, and one of their genes has inverted, giving them a protruding arrangement of mouth appendages for gathering food. So they've got a big sticky out mouth, a sticky up penis. They're hanging on to your hair and they're riding at night. So that's just a night in coppers. It is, it is yeah. <laughs> I'll meet you on the dance floor. Right, stop. You're wrecking the heads of people that want to sleep. We don't need. Uh, yeah, well, it's payback time. It is payback time. And I'm going to find as many horrific articles on what happens when you sleep. Also, this never bothered me as well. You probably remember this fact that was going around years ago that during your lifetime, I think we will all swallow, ingest about eight spiders at nighttime. <gasps> Over the course of our lifetime, which I don't have a huge problem with, but it freaks some people out. So, hello, yeah, well, sleepers. Eight is grand. It's the amount of those like face bangers that are going to be kind of <laughs> mounting your mouth during the. No, right, okay, forget it. Can I look? Can I just go through some of the old wives' tales? Okay, so. Oh been, yeah, go on, hit me up. And I've got to say that a few people. I, I read your Twitter feed about the, the suggestions that were coming in, and to be fair, you didn't ask for suggestions. I but didn't ask for any. You, I was just whinging, as is my way. You just you just get you need people to go. Listen, sorry about that. I hope you get sleep soon. Really, to yeah. be fair, that's the, that's what you need to hear. But there was a few different ones. Now, I changed my habits a few years ago. I am still relatively am. It, it takes me a while to get to sleep, but when I'm asleep, I am quite a light sleeper. So it takes like a phone call from Saint Anthony. Saint Anthony, to Anthony come, four, yeah. yeah, to. to <laughs> you know, wake me up. But I, I do find it difficult to go to sleep and I've tried loads of things. And the number one thing I think that has helped me like from, and I've done this probably for the last 15 years, I do not have a phone in the bedroom. And it, that's, that, a, that's a big a one. Huge, I hate to admit it. Help. All right. Okay. I do like my phone. Okay. But what okay. I try and do now, I mean, I have the rules I have now around all the kind of basic common sense stuff is uh, no caffeine after two o'clock, occasionally half past two if I'm, if I'm, pushed um okay. and then the main thing is to try and not be on your computer or your phone after seven but yeah. i use my phone as my alarm and that's fine i set it and then it's face down on my bedside table but occasionally 
if you do, and I know this is really bad, and I will admit to this, if, for example, somebody had said something on Twitter and I clicked in to have a little look, oh, then thanks. you end up scrolling, even for a few minutes. But it's the white it light. Does, it does. It's the blue light. Yeah, it does actually affect you. And I know that's a guaranteed way for me oh, to oh, not oh, fall asleep oh. easily. But also, you can still have your alarm on, put it onto uh, airplane mode. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, you're right. Let's, okay, let's try this one. Okay, phone phone off, airport mode, airport mode, airplane mode, and then you have your alarm on, or or else just leave it in the room beside you. So if the alarm goes off, it's still the airway, like the airwaves, the whatever the radio waves are not buzzing through your noggin. That's a huge one. And I did try. After I'm not sure while, that's. I don't buy that at all. Now radio waves won't, won't keep you awake. Uh, says the girl who hasn't slept since she's 16. Try it, yeah. my. Didn't have a mobile life. phone when I was 16. Oh, your dad slipped one in under your pillow there as well. Let's wreck her head. She'll never sleep. She'll be ours forever. <laughs> that is the creepy thing you've ever said. Speaking of creepy, in a, every time you mention sleep as well, you'll get all the uh, advice of magnesium um, yeah, exercise. Uh, and then there's always one lad oh. that says, I have something here that relaxes you. <laughs> DM me. Always. <laughs> always one. Ah, uh, good old Mel. Mel O'Tonin from uh, No, but usually it's not. It's usually some fella called, usually Deco. When you click into his account, it's always Deco like crypto, crypto for life, hashtag Bitcoin. You go, yeah. yeah uh, okay. Do you know what? I, th- I thought I was doing really well, okay? I thought like, you know, I thought I, my my followers online were creeping up hugely. And the, the last 10 or 15 new followers on Instagram and Twitter are these crypto queen and crypto kings and I go like that lads will you stop how much can I earn <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, the lucky thing is I have nothing I have no spare cash to kind of like, dude just $500 and went like I'm in Europe it doesn't matter you can't okay forget about it so yeah so I, like do I just block these people I don't know if I stay yeah, the, and the thing like bitcoin crypto all that shit NFTs I kind of feel like that ship has sailed the people who made the very few people who made big money on those things did not do it because they clicked on a random account on Instagram and transferred them 500 euro and then made five grand in a week didn't happen they're the same people who bailed on aircom shares there was like eight eight people in Ireland who made money off the aircom shares and every other Tom Dick and Harry went like look I'm a shareholder now look at it I've lost what actually I did yeah I made a fortune on that you're a wag I did not. I didn't be whole. (laughs) I am the most risk averse person. Even when I was setting up my the uh, world's smallest patent pending pension, I remember going in for. I said, "I can I can give about maybe like fifty quid a month on a good month." It's like right, okay. And they ask you these questions of how risk averse you are. And like, if I had loads and loads of money, maybe I would be less risk averse. But I don't. So, um, he said, "Look, judging by this questionnaire, you should basically put aside." five euro a month and never leave your house and it's like yeah i know i know i'm just i try not to be so risk averse but i am you know and people like um that's all those people like bezos and musk and those kind of super rich people they're risk they're they're that wealthy because they don't give a shit it's not that i actually looked it up before i came up in here bezos uh bill gates uh zuckerfuck they all get between eight and nine hours sleep a night that's oh, that's why oh. they're successful oh. as they are. And I'll, I'll see you then and I'm going to raise you. Mariah Carey sleeps for 15 hours in a, does, she's got about three or four humidifiers around her room. And of course she does. Like semi-naked men whispering Mariah to her. Do you know what, that, that just makes me smile. I think we just it's, all I love, love Mariah. I, I love imagine her. her being carried everywhere as well. She should do herself and Celine Dion. She, Celine Dion has turned into the queen recently, hasn't she? Just the... So aware of her worth and her place in the in the 
world and um, I love her dearly for it. So yeah, so those lads are so successful because they Do got... Do you ever see, oh. Tangent, those those viral things that go around of Celine Dion where she just bursts into song in an interview? Oh yeah. I mean, she's she's an absolute looper in the best possible way. Pulls up in her limo and window down and she just starts talking to people like it just... Yeah. Oh. Love her. Love her. Yeah, because, you know, she gets her eight hours sleep, you see, and that's why she's successful. So here's this few old wives' tales. Going to bed with a steel thimble on your finger will help you sleep. Popping a slice of wedding cake under your pillow. What? Jesus Christ. Getting out of bed on the right side. Is that not an expression, though? Like, not, not the actual literal yeah, right side? I'm, yeah, I'm not, not too sure. Whether the you believe right in wives' tales or not, a warm glass of milk before hopping into bed to count sheep will not harm you. Unless you're lactose intolerant and you die in your sleep. Thank you. Okay, let me just break those down for you then, Paddy. Hit me. See, Courtney. Going to bed with a symbol on your finger, I would imagine what that will do is restrict blood flow. After a few nights, I would imagine you will lose the top of that finger, if not the whole finger. You just change fingers. So there, No, I'm telling you. you'll, You'll lose a finger with that one. Wedding cake under your pillow, that will just attract more sex face mice. <laughs> no, but they, they, <laughs> they will think you're actually celebrating them. Exactly, yeah. It will also attract even more insects. You'll just be a feckin' rotten maggot fest under your pillow. So between yeah. the maggots under your pillow and the mites riding on your nipples, you will not get a good night's sleep. And then getting at the right side of the bed is just incredibly irritating. And, you know, it's... And, okay, no. what about... Well, I'm glad, I, do you know what, Maya? I love when you're cranky. Just, do you? There's that, you can just hear it coming through your phone. I didn't sleep last night. Let me take you through the fucking thimble and the wedding cake and the riding fucking nipple. <laughs> just so he goes right side of the bed. It's wrong, but it's wrong. Uh, <coughs> read the room. <coughs> oh, There's my. the cough. Oh. I know. Poor and the warm glass of milk. Yes. Um, do you know what? I, I, I think, again, I love oh. the caveats. Neither of us are doctors. I, this, what is it? Is it, um, it's a trip to something. It's that thing that's in um, that's in Turkey as well, as in Christmas Turkey, which is why people fall asleep on Christmas Day, apparently. Um, but I think if you have a glass of warm anything, bar maybe coffee, it'll help you sleep. It's the warmth. I don't think it's the milk particularly. Uh, well, slide into my DMs. You know, that's only from Carlo. Um, so, like, well, I, no, appar- apparently, uh, well, yes, regular sex is one of them as really? well. The one it says here is don't drink alcohol. But, like, do you ever go out in a bender, like, and just... You're asleep before you get out of the cab. Sleep like a child. But it's not, but basically what you're doing there, Paddy, is what you're doing there now is you're passing out. Oh. (laughs) There's a difference between passing out and sleeping. And the thing about, because I hate to say it, we've all done that when you can't sleep. Go, right, you know what, I'll have a couple of drinks. And it does relax you and it does technically help you to fall asleep quicker. But you are genuinely almost slightly passing out. And then you'll wake up. And you're knackered. In the middle of the night and you'll be thirsty and you'll be panicked and St. Anthony's ringing you and you don't know what's <laughs> going on. Um, so unfortunately, that actually isn't true. I think maybe the old one glass of wine or one drink probably right. helps. Yeah. Any more than that. Um, when you wake up in a, in face down in a kebab. Have you ever woken up beside a snack you brought home? And that's not a euphemism for a woman. It's a, <laughs> an actual like 3 a.m. kebab or bag of chips. Her name was... I'm not going to say a name because I know people. I just no, no, I didn't. I never did. Um, but oh, I've, woken I did. Up with, I've woken up the remnants of like. I hope it's very it upsetting because when you go to the when you make the decision, you know when you when you're leaving a pub or a nightclub, long time ago now in my case, and in your head you go, "I am getting that bag of chips," oh, yeah. and you're just living for that bag of chips. And then the taxi driver goes, don't open that in the car. And you're there kind of swaying slightly, holding the bag and the grease is kind of going down your leg. And you get home and you get home and you fall asleep 
and the next morning you go, fuck, I never ate my chips. Ah, yeah, but that's why microwaves are invented. Like, is there, there's nothing better than fast food the next morning. Sometimes I go, to bed, I, go to, I sleep better. I go to bed and go like, oh my God, I'm going to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, going to have pizza and Chinese and whatever's left over. Like, so, um. No, there is nothing worse than microwaved fast food. What? And they say, you nothing know, worse. Okay, I need to talk to the Food Safety Authority and somebody tell me for definite why I can't reheat my rice the next day. Uh, well, here's the thing about rice. Rice comes in for a lot of flack because there's a particular kind of bacteria that forms in rice. But the truth is that heating it up to a certain temperature kills that. But a lot of people don't heat it up properly. So uh-huh. you're having lukewarm bacteria which hasn't been killed but here's the thing i spent a year living in malaysia we had a rice cooker and we i wasn't aware of this rice thing back then and you'd steam a load of rice in the morning and occasionally you'd have like we had, there was various orangutans and monkeys and various animals living with us and they'd often stick their hand into this pot and i go no get your hand out lid go back on and i would come home from work and be sitting there at room temperature all day and i'd put a spoon of interbowl with soy sauce as a snack i never got sick ever uh, just listen Ever. to your voice there. You sound a bit, you know, <laughs> off. <laughs> Wait, like you know, it's just imagine if they yes, if they finally linked COVID to poorly reheated Chinese <laughs> crossed with monkeypox and uh, was a monkey paw in your rice. So now look, obviously you've got with every single food. If you're reheating food that has been um, cooked, and the idea with food is you cook it, you chill it quickly, and then you reheat it properly, and then you're grand. Ah, that's just effort come on honestly look i i have a real thing about about food if you treat food properly you will never get sick i've never ever had food poisoning from anything i've cooked myself disclaimer i did once have a dodgy piece of chicken in the restaurant town What oh, my, oh, my oh, oh what do you need? oh thank you oh my god I've been waiting you, for that all day you fucking asked me about the rice <laughs> I know but it's just this beautiful tone of voice helped oh me to catch up on the plate say what the most disgusting thing to reheat is and you chicken wings she's still <laughs> if you if you bring home chicken wings I think it's a good idea but the next day they will just be sitting in a pool of grease are you guys still there hello hello is this thing on <laughs> shipping forecast slime head to malin head moving slowly millibars <laughs> falling slowly <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we need we need the dulcet tones of Maya do you know what Maya listen can I just tell both of you you pricks I have been on my own I've been on my own for you're so mean I've been on my own for six days I haven't spoken to anyone I went to spa in a mask yesterday for the first time in a week and I nearly bored the arse off the poor security man there you actually have to I, she, I know how he feels uh, go, go back around there now and wake him up William. he's got a job he'll lose his job Maya only pulling the wig off you um, but I just thought it was a, a perfect way to wrap up this I'll tell you what's pulling the willy off you. Jesus, what is Follicular um, face and genital mites. I'm going so. to keep an eye out for I'm going to actually video myself sleeping tonight. That's not weird at all. <laughs> and see what I uh, what I look like when see what these people are banging on my People uh, will pay very good money <laughs> for videos like that, Paddy. Yeah. Not me, I just like to say. Not me at all. Right, let's wrap this mother flipper up. Right, that's it for this week. I am off to take every bit of unsolicited advice about sleep off Twitter. Woohoo! Take the melatonin, the magnesium, the milk of magnesia, the, the, hot, milk. the, M, the hot milk and the pepper. sex mites, all of them, all of them. 
take them all you're a dirty dirty monster anyways if you like what you've heard please make sure to subscribe to the show and tell your friends to check us out too if you fancy leaving us a review we love the reviews there's some really nice ones there thank you by the way uh, that'll help us read the room and get us all the way up the charts send us nice reviews please I'll take you up the charts from a six foot distance buddy <laughs> and don't forget we love hearing from you so please get in touch at read the room at goloudnow.com or find me on Twitter at Maya Dunphy and just don't tell me how to sleep better. I'm at Paddy C. Courtney and I'll send some advice to Maya later on. We're going to be back next week. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for sending those emails. We better read them out next week. Um, there was a few emails in, but we didn't get them today. They were. Hey, what does the C stand for this week? Comatose? Ooh, colour. A scale for sleep. Okay. Our oh, cranky pants. God. Who's Ta- cranky? Oh, Jesus. Okay, do you hear her shouting? Okay. Better put her to sleep. Put her on mute. Good night, everybody. Thank you for listening. Ciao. Read the Room is recorded, created and hosted by Paddy and Maya and produced by the team at Go Loud Studios. They'll be back next week, unless they're cancelled. But they also make it sound like this is what you have to do. It's like, if you have my, if you have monkeypox, please masturbate six feet away from people. Just, I don't even know where to go with this. Exactly. It's not my fault. The, the, the WHO said, that like, that's not six feet. Hold on. And it is like a challenge, isn't it? Like that. I could do six feet. Come on. There, there'll be an Olympic sport for six feet like. Splat. You got it in my eye. Fair play. Number one on the podium.